But yeah, he lost a mate over it, but do you think he gave a shit? He was at home, stoned to the gills with 50 bucks worth of K for it. The Monocast. Hey, welcome along to the third instalment of The Monocast. Uh, officially the 100th best comedy podcast on iTunes at the moment of recording. And we're raw-dogging it this week. It's going to be just me, uh, no guest, which frees up the whole 10 minutes for me to spin some shans. Um, this week we're going to solve the flag debate, climate change, weight loss, and how to get by when you're a wee bit broke. Alright, we've got a double header on the Monocast today. I'm going to solve two problems for the price of one. Those two problems are the flag debate and climate change. It's a double banger. Everyone's been arguing about whether we should change the flag or not, and if we should, what to? But the ideas that have been spat out have been just dog shit. You know, they're essentially just the same flag reheated, with the exception of Laser Kiwi, which I think we should adopt as our unofficial flag, regardless of what wins. We should just take it and run with it, wave it at sporting events, you know, hang it up outside your house. That should be our unofficial flag. Um, and that's what we need more of. We need to think outside the box. You know why? Why does it need to be a rectangle? Nepal's flag's a fucking triangle. Why can't we have an octagon? And why does it have to be made out of cotton or whatever the fuck they build flags out of? You know, we pride ourselves on our Kiwi ingenuity, but then we don't come up with any decent ideas. Why don't we make flags out of solar panels? Then anywhere you wave a flag, you're generating electricity, contributing back to the grid. You know, we pride ourselves on being clean, green, and, you know, 100% renewable and sustainable or whatever. Why don't we make solar panel flags? I mean, when you look at it, what are flags for? They're for hanging at the top of flagpoles or for waving around at sporting events. That's really the only two times that you wheel out the flag. So my solution for the flag debate is a windmill. Imagine it. Anywhere that you would normally hang a flag, just hang the new New Zealand windmill. It'll be on top of Parliament, it'll be outside real patriotic cousins' houses, and we'll be waving them around at sports events. We could have powered the whole of Auckland just off the back of that World Cup victory. And now, because we've got a real gangster flag, everyone's going to get real patriotic and start waving flags everywhere like Americans. The rest of the world's going to see how swag our flags are, and they're going to follow suit. And now the whole world's got power-generating flags. The emissions are going to drop down to zero, and we've solved climate change and the flag debate in one go. You're welcome. Right, a few weeks ago I realised that summer was just around the corner and hit the panic button. Um, I really wanted to drop a few kilos, so I got on what I called the Big Brown Slim Down. Um, just to try and shed a few kilos. And it's hard, man. Especially it's hard as a guy, I reckon. Because as a guy, you like to attack things. Like, working out is easy. You charge into the gym with a big dick and a first aid kit and you get your workout done. But you can't attack a diet, is the problem that I've found. Like, you can't attack a salad or a glass of water or not eating a chocolate bar, you know? These aren't things that you can just get, sink your teeth into and, you know, get done. It's like a long, hard grind. Um, and it's especially hard when your mates turn up and like want to go and get fish and chips or they turn up with a box of beer or something like that. You know, it just derails your week. Um, so I've come up with a solution. If you're into your sports, try this. Set out a 10-week season and at the end of each week, you play the scales. So if you come in equal or over, then you lose for that week. But if you come in under what you were the week before, then you win. So I've just come off the back of a 10-week season and I went 6-4. and four. Not great, you know, but that's above a 50% win rate. So you'd be happy with that. If this was the NBA, I would have made the playoffs. And even though it isn't, I still lost six kilos, so I can't complain about that. So if you're having trouble sticking to a diet, have a crack at that. Let me know how you get on. The next issue I'm going to cover is one that I've got quite a fair bit of experience with, and that's being broke. 
Um, and the biggest, one of the biggest things I hate about being broke is when you're balls deep in overdraft and then like an automatic payment comes out, but you're too broke so the transaction doesn't go through, which is fine. Like the money doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go into their account or if it does, it sort of bounces back into your account, which is fine. Like no harm, no foul. The payment didn't go through. Nobody lost anything. We're all good. But then they charge you a fee for the payment not going through. It's a fee for nothing. Like nothing happened and they're charging you for it. But it's like, I'm already so deep in overdraft, I'm spending your money anyway, so when you charge me a fine, whose money are you really taking? I mean, I suppose you're taking future me's money. Ah, that's future me's problem. And I mean, it's bad enough that they're charging you a fee for being too broke, but then they go and call it a dishonour fee. So now, they've not only robbed me of my money, but they've just taken my honour as well. But I mean, there's an obvious solution to the problem, and that is, just don't be broke. You know, and that is the solution. You know, we'll get there one day, but until then, I've got a few tips to tide you over. All right, the first tip is cheap train tickets. I used to commute in from Waikanae into Wellington, which is about an hour journey each way, and then I would get a train back out to Waikanae, but the train tickets are filthy expensive. I can't understand why a train ticket would be that expensive either. Like, that seat was going from Wellington to Waikanae, whether I was sitting on it or not. So why do you need to charge me an arm and a leg just to get home? Like, I think it was about 12 huck to get out to Waikanae from Wellington, which is ridiculous. So what you do instead is you buy a ticket from Wellington to Porirua, which is the shortest journey you can, and then when they stamp your ticket, just put it in your pocket, and when you get to Porirua, just don't get off the train. Just stay on until you get to where you're going, you know? See if they call you bluff. I mean, worst-case scenario is they come back around and check your ticket, and then they see that you didn't get off at your stop, and you go, oh, shit, I missed my stop, I'll just jump off at the next one. And they feel bad for you, they just let you off at the next station, you buy the ticket from wherever you are to home, which in my case is Waikanae, and then it hasn't cost you extra anyway. So worst-case scenario is it costs you what it should have cost you in the first place, and best-case scenario is you save yourself about 10 huck. I mean, yeah, it's less than honest, but they charge like a wounded rhino anyway, so I don't feel bad about it. And while we're on the subject of less than honest, here's a tip for you substance abusers out there. I got a tip on how to get free money and weed at the same time. I had this happen to a mate of mine. So he had a guy text him and say, hey bro, um, I've got a guy who's selling some weed. You know, if you want some, I will take you 50 bucks out to him, pick it up for you, bring it back. You know, he doesn't want to sell it random, so you can't go out and get it yourself. And my mate said, oh yeah, sweet ass. Gave him 50 bucks. The guy went out to the dealer's and tick the bag up in my mate's name. Now, for you church-going listeners, that sort of means like an IOU, you know, I'll pay you back, but he used my mate's name instead of his own. So now he's got the bag of weed and the $50, and he just rides off into the sunset. Like, yeah, he lost a mate over it, but do you think he gave a shit? He was at home stoned to the gills with 50 bucks worth of K-Fry. Too easy. Word of warning, though, I'm pretty sure that guy got his car smashed in. I'm going to double-check on that. But I think the drug dealers found out what had happened, came back and smashed his car up. Alright, so the final issue that I want to solve here today on the MoneyCast is how to get your podcast to number one on the iTunes charts. I've got about three weeks left at uh, the radio school here for the year, and then I'm finished for good, off into the wide world. So I've been spraying every uh, radio station in the country with uh, CVs and applications and whatnot to try and get a job. And it's hard because you're competing with so many other people. But I figure if I had the number one podcast in the country, how could they not give me a job? You know what I mean? Now, I set realistic goals. So we're just looking to get to number one of the comedy category on iTunes um, under podcasts. And I think that's a realistic goal because last week I posted on social media that we were in the top 200. And then I don't know how many people must have rated and reviewed, but there's a fair few years. Some of you let me know. 
And we got up to number 14. I think that was Friday afternoon. We were at number 14 on the top 100, which is unreal. I mean, iTunes heavily favours new podcasts. So, you know, because otherwise it would just be the same podcast at the top every week. So we got a very real shot of doing this. But I think it has to be this week. Um, now, I'm not going to jump on Facebook and just plaster everyone to come and like my shit, you know. ANZ hasn't robbed me of all of my honour. But um, if you have enjoyed any of these... You're already on iTunes if you're listening to this. You just hit the subscribe button. Leave a rating and a review. Even if your rating's like half a star and your review is, oh, I would rather put in contact lenses with a power drill than listen to this again, I still think that counts towards the iTunes rating system. I'm not entirely sure how it works, but fuck it, let's have a crack. Last week we managed to catch Ricky Gervais. We got the Morning Madhouse crew from The Edge. We caught them, um, and we just fell short of catching uh, Jono and Ben from The Rock. This week, let's try and catch Fletch, Vaughan and Megan from ZM and go for that number one spot. So, in summary, subscribe, rate, review, download, and most importantly, go fuck yourself. The Monocast. I wanna be the very best, like no one ever was.